This is the new LOL podcast, and I am Karen Stewart. My goal is to challenge you, motivate, and encourage you to live your life boldly as a Christian out loud. Do me a favor. If you find anything of value, any motivation, any encouragement, help me spread the word like this. Share it on all your channels. And thanks for listening. Let's get started. During this past year, I have had the privilege of being a member of two different international ministry and mentoring communities, and it has been an absolute answer to prayer for me. It is and always has been my heart's desire to go and to grow as deeply with the Lord as I possibly can while I'm on this earth. And I know that one of the requirements of growth and maturity are being surrounded by people who not only have the knowledge, but also have the evidence behind their words of whatever the thing is that you're seeking. And it's that uncomfortable place of tension where you feel like you're the dumbest person in the room, (laughs) but that's exactly where you need to be so you can grow. And this is for me clearly the next step in my journey. And I'm humbled and I'm challenged and um, very grateful And I'm not sharing this with you because I'm trying to boast or brag. Um, What I'm telling you is this. When you make up your mind to turn to God in earnest and make him your priority beyond just your words, but the priority of your life, you never know where he's going to lead you. But I'm telling you, he just allows you to experience a more intimate connection with him than you ever even dreamed It just becomes more real and more personal. And he speaks to you differently. Um, I've said all along that God is always speaking and he always wants to reveal himself to us and talk to us. But the conversations just begin to change. Not unlike what it feels like when you're getting to know someone and build a relationship with them. If you take the time to talk to and listen, when they speak, you just get a chance to hear their hearts and really get to know their hearts. And that's when true relationship begins to develop. But with God, there's an added dynamic that always doesn't exist in human relationships. Learning the heart of God carries a weight of responsibility with it. You can't just keep saying, God, I want to know you. I want to hear your voice. I want to develop deeper intimacy with you. And then when he does speak and does reveal his heart to you, you just ignore it or dismiss it. I mean, even in a human relationship. How long are you going to do that? How long are you going to share your heart with somebody who shows no regard for honoring it? And though God is by no means like we are, right? He makes that clear in Psalm 50, 21. When he does speak and does he reveal himself, he also does expect a response, some kind of response. That's actually how I ended up in these these, um, international communities. One of the things that I hear most from people when I'm talking to them and they feel challenged by something that I've said is, well, I'm just not there yet. Or everybody is not where you are, Karen, in your relationship with God. And that's true, right? In fact, it goes without saying. Because we're all in a different place. But I don't want you to settle for that narrative in your life and let that be some kind of cop-out. 
If we are in pursuit of deepening and developing our relationship with God, we are all in a different place on the same road. And I want to challenge you to not be defensive about where you are or think you are not. Just keep your eyes on him and continue the pursuit. And in the pursuit, responding to him when he speaks to us and draws us and asks us to do things, responding is key. And I think that one of the biggest challenges for many of us is being sure or feeling sure about what we hear God saying. It's hard to make the step to respond when we feel uncertain that what we're hearing is actually him. So that's where discernment comes in. There's so many voices right now that bombard us from every angle. And it's it's like everything in life has the ability to overwhelm us. We are presented with so much information, so much stimulation, so many choices every single moment of every day that it can be hard to distinguish where they're all coming from. And God's voice can get lost in all of that. As much as I wish there was some quick, easy way to build and develop discernment, the truth is it takes practice. Hebrews 5.14 tells you exactly how it's done. It says, solid food is for the mature who, because of practice, have their senses trained to discern good and evil. You have to deliberately take the time to test the spirit of what's behind the words you're listening to and the words you're hearing with and by the Spirit of God. It's not enough to just hear a few scriptures quoted here and there. At the end of the day, is the voice you're listening to focused on Jesus and his principles and his standards or not? Does the voice align with the spirit and the heart of his word? Does it encourage and exhort you to seek him, turn to him and pursue him? Even when we're not listening to or hearing about spiritual things per se, you can still check for the vibe that comes with it. Because... There's always a vibe that comes with it. And that vibe either acknowledges the lordship and the rightness of Jesus and the way he sees things, or it does not. I mean, I feel like I could do a whole post, a whole episode just on discernment. Maybe that's coming next. But anyway, some of the challenges that we deal with are driven simply by the choices that we make or choose not to make. Um, People often hear me say that I don't really watch TV. And yes, that does include Netflix, Hulu, Prime, everything. I mean, and I also really don't listen to secular music. And it's not because I think I'm so spiritual or that I think that everything on all of those channels is demonic or something like that. To be clear, I do have subscriptions to all of those services, but I don't really watch them. Honestly, I have them because I get a lot of guests and visitors Um They come to see me and I just want to provide things for that they would enjoy. But for me, I also don't spend the time watching anything because I personally need to use some wisdom. I know that my mind is very spongy. When I watch things, listen to things, spend time with people or around certain people, I personally begin to assimilate information, ideas, ways of thinking, ways of speaking, behaviors that do not necessarily align with my primary pursuit in life, which is growing a relationship with him. Now, I am not saying that you have to sit in your house all day with no entertainment, no interaction, no outside influences from anywhere or anything. I'm not saying that at all. 
And I'm also not saying that you cannot ever talk to or hang out with or go around, spend time with people if they're not Christians. That kind of defeats the purpose of living out loud. But what I am saying is be honest and truthful with yourself first. In one of Shakespeare's plays, Hamlet, Polonius, in his great platitude speech, spoke one of the wisest lines ever written. This is what he said. This above all, to thine own self be true. And it must follow as the night, the day, thou canst not then be false to any man. I always love that quote. If we're spending hours and hours a day binging TV, hanging out, wasting time, scrolling social media, watching news, videos, and by contrast, spending little, if any time at all, with God, cultivating relationship with him, be honest with yourself. That's really not a priority for you. And a growing relationship with him that will make his voice more familiar and make it easier to respond to him when he does speak and share his heart will not just simply get easier because you say it's what you want, but your actions have to align with your words. Be honest with yourself and use some wisdom. If the things you spend your time doing do not get you closer to what you say you want, it's time to make some changes. If you want something different, you need to do something different. And if you're going to make that kind of commitment, it means you have to believe that it will actually yield some results. Now, I know there's been a lot of teaching on faith in the last 20 or so years. Some of it's been accurate. Some of it's been a little bit off. Some of it's been downright confusing. But let's just break it down and make it as simple and practical as possible. Romans 10, 17, most of us have heard this. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And that, that means, listen, whenever you read your Bible, really, you should always read it out loud. Because even though faith itself is a gift that births in us the confidence and persuasion of the truth of God's word, as we hear the word of God, it grows within us. But the easiest place to begin as faith is being developed within us is just to make the choice to believe what God said. Just choose to believe. So in this context, believe that as you spend more and more quality time with the Lord, you will begin to know him and his heart more deeply and hear and recognize his voice more clearly. Make that choice right now to just believe that. And then spend some time with him. Not just learning to recognize his voice, but start paying attention to how different his voice is from all the others around you. It really won't take long for you to start noticing the difference. Even among Christians who say they love the Lord, you can start hearing and sensing the vibes within and behind their words. And when you're clear that it's the Lord speaking to you and not another voice, respond to him. Whatever he's asking, just respond. If he's asking you or leading you to do something, just respond. And do it with all the faith that you have right now. And believe that he sees you and he knows your heart and that he'll meet you right where you are. Paul said this in his letter to the Hebrews, chapter 11, verse 6. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. I'm telling you, if you diligently seek him, diligently turn your heart to him. He will reward you with his presence, 
and with a deeper relationship with him than you ever dreamed. So be encouraged, family. Your labor and your pursuit of him is not in vain. He sees you, he loves you, and he's with you. And it will forever be the desire of God's heart to reveal himself intimately to the ones who diligently seek him. Keep seeking him. Keep responding to him. And keep living boldly for him every day. Out loud.